the FT. Frank Abagnale is a brilliant storyteller, but his story is more interesting than most. As a runaway teenager turned confidence trickster, he swindled millions of dollars from banks and travelled free on airlines all round the world before serving time in prisons in France, Sweden, and the US. His tale was immortalised in Steven Spielberg's film Catch Me If You Can, but for thirty-eight years he has been on the straight and narrow, offering his services free to the FBI and helping to combat fraud. I'm Emma Jacobs, and I spoke to Mr. Abagnale over tea in London about how he turned his life around. I began by asking him how he started out on his life of crime. I was someone who ran away from home and ended up on the streets of New York and realized that I was going to have to find a way to support myself and that people weren't going to deal with a 16-year-old boy and I had the ability to look older, so I just started becoming uh, creative. I, I've never used drugs. I don't to this day don't drink. I don't smoke. So. Uh, I didn't get into the hate Ashbury hippie scene, drug scene thing that was going on during that era, but I just started doing those things. And, and again, being an adolescent, you you know, you start to justify by saying, "Well, it's a five hundred dollar check, but this bank has billions of dollars, and it's not going to hurt this bank." What I noticed as I got older, because I was brought up in a strict Catholic family, I went to Catholic school. As I got older. I started to realize that you know when I walked in the bank and convinced the teller to cash the check, that she probably shouldn't have cashed, that she might lose her job. So my conscience started. The older I got, the more my conscience bothered me about about what I was doing.、Uh, but people were chasing me, so you were thinking of creative ways to stay ahead of the people. So I think it started out as survival, and then it became. People were chasing me, and then it was, "How do I stay ahead of the people who are chasing me?" And I never had any real fear, but it was very lonely、uh, because you, I never confided in anyone, and everyone believed me to be somebody else and a lot older than I was. So you were constantly, as Leonardo DiCaprio said, he's probably the greatest actor in the world because he <laughs> acted 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He was always acting. I asked him how he bluffed his way through. You become very much like a chameleon existence, where you you have to ha- be able to. Think on your feet. So if I was standing in in the Kensington in the hotel, and I was this Pan Am pilot, and up walks a airline crew from Pan Am, and the captain says to me, "Hey, Bob Clark, out of、uh, New York," I had to right away, you know, go, "Hi, so and so out of San Francisco," and then they might say, "Oh, San Francisco, you know, so and so there," and then. I'd always learned that the first two were always somebody that did exist. So I'd go, oh, "Yeah, I know Bob. Yeah," but by the third one, I know they were starting to test me. So I'd go, "No, I don't know John Wilkes. I never met him." So you, I mean, those are just things you learned as you kind of、uh, led that life. And I always knew I'd get caught. So I was all to me a matter of just time. I didn't really have it in me to go give myself up, but I knew that eventually they'd catch up with me. I was keen to find out how much money he made. In the end, I was convicted of two and a half million dollars in bad checks. The government confiscated two million of it, which was in safe deposit boxes. And I always used to laugh because someone would say to me, "Well, why didn't you invest it?" You know, I said, "I was sixteen. All I didn't know anything about." But I was probably about a half a million dollars that I spent during that period, which was a lot of lot of money. I paid all that money back about 20 years ago. I wasn't legally required to, but I had three sons that believed I should because I could afford to do it, and so I paid that money back. But、uh, it was never really about the money. It was all about just, you know, I wasn't trying to. How much money can I accumulate? It wasn't really about money. Once he got out of prison, he was recruited by the FBI. I asked him what his working arrangement was. 
Well, what's interesting, and most people don't know this, but I've worked with the FBI for 38 years and have never accepted 10 cents in return because my initial agreement with the FBI is I would not be compensated. So I worked for Pizza Inn, I worked uh, driving a bus, all while I worked for the FBI. So I never took any money, and when the Bureau asked me to stay on and work with them, I felt that I wanted to pay my debt back to society. So in the 38 years that I've worked with the Bureau, I have never accepted even so much as 10 cents. So he wasn't taking money from the FBI, and he kept getting sacked from employers when they found out about his criminal past. How did Mr. Abagnale set himself up as a security consultant? At the time, I had a parole officer as well, even though I answered to both someone in the Bureau, I had a parole officer supervise me. I said to him, you know, I can't hide what I did, so I need to find some way to make a living using my background. I need to turn a lemon into lemonade. I need to do something. So he agreed, and I said to him, you know, I think I can go out to these banks because I see so many problems they have that I could solve a lot of those problems. So I'd like to be able to do that. And, and my wife has at home a, a whole folder of every time I travel, I have to get a permission slip to travel. My parole officer would have to allow me to go to speak somewhere. But when I went into a bank, I'd say to them, this is what I do. I come in and speak to your employees for a couple of hours. When I'm done, if you feel that what I told your employees is worth it, and that they benefited from it, I'd like you to pay me $500. If at the end you say, well, no, we knew all that, you didn't tell us anything new, you don't owe me anything. I started out at 500 then I went to 750 then I went to 1500 then I went to 2500 And when I got to $2,500 and I was out speaking a lot, I felt that was a lot of money to speak. So I kept my fee the same for about 20 years. When the movie came out, the speaker's agency that's represented me for 30 years, they just said, you're worth a lot more money than that. So I get paid more money, but I still do the same thing. So when reporters ask me sometimes, excuse me, how has this movie changed your life? I said, just two ways. I make more money and people want to take their picture with me. I wanted to know how he built trust with the FBI. When I went to the FBI, the FBI really was mostly all white men. There were no women. And there was a lot of resentment that the Bureau was using me. And so the Bureau realized that... Maybe we should let you teach at the academy because then when these agents come into the academy, they'll get to know you from the day they come in. And so that's how it ended up earning their trust because they knew me from day one when they started to be an agent. But that took years, and that's what I meant about you can't just come out of prison and expect somebody just because you have some knowledge to say, I'll hire you and let you do that. It took, it took years to earn, earn that uh, credibility. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you for coming. It's really morning. interesting. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves, without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.